If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Finally. Fuck. Fucking mission, dude. Fuck it, I gotta figure it out somehow. So, the first episode of the, what is it, Drake? D3 MMA podcast. The D3 MMA podcast. D3 the MMA podcast. D3 the MMA podcast. So, introduce yourself, dog. Uh, so my name's Davila. Um, I almost wrestled at City College, so you know D3 style right there. Almost placed at State D3 style. Hey, yo, this is Driver right here. Uh, I was a high school wrestling national champion. Never, uh, well, not in high school. It was a uh... fuck. Yo, this is Driver right here. Um, high school wrestler extraordinaire. Never wrestled in college. If I did, probably would have been D three. <laughs> I mean, it's David, aka the Don. I was a 50, 50, 50 wrestler. T bagged a few homies. That's about it. <laughs> the wrestling room. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna jump into the UFC fight night, Smith versus Rackick, and I'm gonna just go over the results. So the first fight was a strawweight fight between Hannah Cyphers versus Mallory Martin. Cyphers won by second round submission. Second fight was a strawweight women's fight between Emily Whitmire. Uh, first round, she first round submitted a Paola Viana. The next fight is a welterweight fight between Sean Brady. He uh, he had a second round submission against Christian Aguilera, so that makes Sean Brady 13-0. Uh, featherweight fight between Alex Caceres. Uh, he had a first round submission against Austin Springer. At middleweight, we had Zach Cummings, uh, third round decision victory over Alessio Di Ciaro. At middleweight, we had Impa Casanage, uh, third round decision victory over Maki Potolo. Uh, so that makes Impa 8 0 in MMA. And then at featherweight, we had the fight of the night. Uh, Ricardo Lamas defeating um, Bill, Bill Allegio. Allegio, third round decision. Um, we'll talk. We'll go into detail later about that fight. At flyweight, we had Alexia Grasso out of Guadalajara, Jalisco, Mexico, defeating yeah. <laughs> <laughs> defeating uh, Ji Yan Kim, uh, like demolished her uh, to a third round decision win. And we had No Magni smash. Robbie Lawler in a boring ass fight, but dominating fight. Third round decision victory for No Magni. We'll we'll go more into detail later on that fight. And at light heavyweight, we had Alexander Rakic defeat, aka smash Anthony Smith with a third round decision. So, Eric, um, I wanted to know um, what were your thoughts on the main event? The main event, 
Uh, it's just it, it it was it sucked it sucked like I'm glad it wasn't a pay per view but I I I got these guys are fighting hard and they were taking some nasty leg kicks so I don't think both of them could really stand and I think that's why it ended up in the result of a just a straight grappling match from two strikers so it looked terrible it looked god awful that's why it looked so bad. I think Lionheart put in work. You can't. I don't. You can't discredit him. He put in work on his hands too. He did. He landed some good shots, but they were eating leg kicks, and he couldn't explode out from the bottom. Burly roll couldn't put any weight on those legs. I don't know. That's that's what I. I don't. Well, you guys think it was a boring matchup or a boring fight main event? I think it had all the potential in the world to be an exciting stand-up fight, but um, Anthony Smith, he's like a. He's like a he's a crafty fighter, so he was getting fucked up on the feet. So he wanted to make it a a clinch grappling match, and he he um that's why it became boring because he was getting smacked, and then um Rakic was just taking the bait, just taking him down. He controlled him on the ground, but didn't really do shit. But mm-hmm. when nasty kick that dropped, is that but when he was, but yeah. when he was on his feet, he was fucking him up. And then Anthony Anthony Smith did connect with the overhand right, but other than that, I didn't see Smith do shit. I don't know. Maybe do you think it was too soon for him to come back? Because he just got his ass beat by Glover. Do you think it was too soon, or you think he was out of it, or what are your thoughts on that? Well, first, or, it's crazy that he got a title shot right after losing to Glover. So let's just start there. And. Uncle Dana. Yeah, maybe it was too soon. Who knows? Who knows? But um, yeah, I think like how Trevor said, that that leg kick dropped him in that first round, and then that's where the grappling took over. Yeah, he was done before he even started. I ain't gonna lie. Smith, Smith, Smith had no chance. He came out hard, and after that leg kick, he knew what was up. He said, "I'm done. (laughs) I'm done." And then, um, what were your thoughts on Racket calling for the, the winner between um, Blockowicz and Reyes? What were your thoughts on that? The, uh, which one? He, he says that, oh, Racket, after he won, he said he's next in line to fight the, the winner of Blockowicz and Reyes. Dude, how does Dominic Reyes not fight for that belt? Like, that shit made no sense. No, he's, he's in a fight uh, next month. Him and Blockowicz are the co-main event. For the Adesanya Costa fight, I got Dominic so Reyes smashing this fool. Black Witch. Yeah. Uh, I hope. Well, damn, that's a crazy matchup. I think that should have been the fight instead for the light heavyweight belt. Hell yeah! So, so what do you think is next for Rakic? What would you do, like, if you're like his team? Uh. Well, he didn't take a beating, so I mean, as soon as his legs heal up, you got to get him back out there ASAP. And uh you have anybody in mind? It makes the most sense between the winner of uh, the Reyes fight and who? Blackowich? Blackowich. Who's Glover Teixeira fighting? Diago Santos. He's got to fight the winner of one of those two fights, whichever comes first, whoever's ready first. So I... what I think... Oh, go ahead. I just think it's crazy that a guy who's barely fighting the UFC and a guy who just lost the fight fought for the belt. Look, look what happened with freaking Brock Lesnar when he came in the scene. Like, the same thing happened. He just popped off quick. You never know. This guy might have the potential to be someone big. I think he's looking good to me. I, I like it. Who's looking good? Uh, Lionheart. Lionheart needs a couple more fights for a title shot, but I think he could get it, you know. 
I think he's broken. I don't know. John Jones broke him. He broke this fight. Like, I don't know. I don't think he has what it takes to push it on to the next stride. Almost like Anthony Robin Johnson knocking everyone out, but just didn't have that extra push to put him on that championship status. He's 13 and two. He still has a lot of potential, you know, a lot more to go in his career. Yeah, he does. He should rest up more than anything. Take like at least a whole year off. I'm talking about uh, Lionheart. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about too, Lionheart. He needs to chill the fuck out. If not, he's yeah, gonna keep oh, losing. So, oh shit, so, man! I got that mix up. Oh my bad. I thought they were calling Rock Kick goddamn Lionheart the whole fight. <laughs> shit! What? Wow, that was the first time I ever heard of the guy. <laughs> my first time I ever heard of him. He, 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 he's oh, fresh, shit. dude. He's fresh. He's 13 and two. He's fresh, man. Yeah. So Rocket... what I. Oh, okay. We're talking about different people. That's funny. Yeah, so, sorry about that, man. <laughs> so what I think is next for Rakic is since he didn't have a – it was a good a good victory for him, but it was good to see his grappling. But, you know, it wasn't like a statement win, you know. So I feel like the next fight for Rakic next, he should fight number six ranked lightweight, light heavyweight, Jiri Prochaka, the fool that knocked out Ozdemir. The guy that came from well, one, I think he came from one Dude, FC. That was his debut fight in the UFC. There's no way that guy's gonna fight for the belt next. As but he, no, no, I don't, I don't want him to fight for the belt. I want Rakic to fight Jerry next. But I thought, I thought Rakic became the light heavyweight champion. Holy fuck! This is a shit show. <laughs> no, Rakic just defeated a. He just defeated uh, Anthony Smith. No, he's confused because there's a vacant. The light heavyweight championship is vacant. Yeah, because uh, so the the so the vacant belt is gonna be between Blockowitz and Reyes, and they're fighting next month for the light. Oh, the shit. vacant Where the belt. They yeah, they fought for the belt. No, but I can't understand why it's confusing because they vacated the belt. And yeah, all these light right, heavyweight and fights. right before this fight too. Yeah, so Rakic, he's like ranked. I think Rakic's like number five now. And then Jerry's number six, the fool that just knocked out Uzdemir. Oh, this all makes so much more sense. <laughs> so, so I want to see Rakic fight Jerry next. Oh yeah, that's a great fight. That's a great fight be, for him. Be, because Rakic lost a decision, a split decision, lost to Uzdemir, and Jerry came in to the UFC and fucked up Uzdemir, knocked out, knocked him out in the first round. So I feel like that would be a great next matchup. That and was maybe all, because... that whole fight was in the first round. I thought he got knocked out in the second. Oh, he kind he might have not knocked on the second. I don't remember. I just know he got. I just know he got knocked out. And that um, was a back and forth fight. That was a great fight. But yeah, go on. So then I feel like that would be the perfect next match for him, and then maybe the winner between Diago Santos and Glover gets the next gets the winner of Blackwitch and Reyes. Oh, definitely. And then, well, well, you know, because injuries and this whole uncertainty of COVID and whatnot. So yeah. yeah, I feel I feel like that's gonna be an exciting. That should be like a fight night headliner. Make it five rounds. I wish this fight was five rounds, but it was so last minute. That's where there was a third round. Oh, that event. makes sense. That makes sense, dude. Me and my brother last night were like, like fucking pulling our hair out, bro. Thinking like, how the fuck is a fight for the belt a main event three rounds with these two guys? That shit just made no sense last night. Yeah, (laughs) it's Um, all good though. Yeah. So then, after that, we have um, Diago Santos versus Glover fighting later uh, this upcoming September. So the next fight I want to talk about that I really liked the fighter was Alexa Grasso. Uh, This is her first fight at flyweight. She moved up 
because I feel like it was, she was draining herself too much at that weight. Mm-hmm. So she moved up a division. And I feel like when she dominated that Asian girl. So I feel like... Uh, and uh, for people that, fight... that don't know, how much <clears throat> how much is flyweight? Flyweight's 125 pounds. So she was cutting weight from 115. Now she's up at 125. Yeah, which makes yeah. her a little healthier. Makes her healthier and, you know, retain that energy. So I feel like the next fight for her should be a uh, number ranked... Number five ranked flyweight Jessica I. I feel like that would be a good matchup for her next. Um, for, do you like the that? number the number one ring? No, um, so Jessica I is ranked number five. Alexa Grasso is still unranked. Yeah. But you know, she was ranked at uh a straw weight, so I feel like that would be a good fight for her next, which is against Jessica I. A good a step up in competition at that weight division. A top five right away? Maybe maybe not. Let me because they gave Frankie Edgar, he dropped down the weight class, and they gave him the number five guy right away. Yeah, that's true. But uh, who was this girl that she fought? She wasn't even ranked either, huh? Not even, like, top 15? Uh, I don't believe so, but she put on the clinic on her striking clinic. Yeah, no, that was, that was a great fight for her. Um, I don't think the, reason, was... the reason I picked just guys because there's not really other big names in that division. And they're all just going to get slaughtered by freaking um, Valentina Shevchenko. Valen- they're all going to get slaughtered by her anyway, so it doesn't really matter, you know, who fights her next. She's so elite, bro, so like that, yeah. She's so, uh, Valentina's so dominating that it's like, it doesn't even matter, like, who's ranked the 1 through 15. She's in the Smash Mall. Oh, you know who'd be a great fight for her? It would be Valentina's sister, and Antonina Shevchenko. Oh, okay, that'd be a good fight too. She's one seat above that girl, uh, G Young Kim, that she just fought. Uh, Antonina, bro, Shevchenko, that'd be a good name to build off. That's a that'd great be a good name, one, I think. What or about even, like start... Macy Barber, who's brand new to the uh, UFC, also like two or three fights? That'd be a great fight for Alexa Grasso right there too. There's a lot of good matches right here. So who do you who who would you pick? Like if you could like. You're the matchmaker. Who would you have her fight next? I would take a crack at uh, the number 10 seed, Macy Barber. She's got a good name, too. She's a good wrestler. Um, I, I want to say maybe she's in, she hasn't lost in the UFC. I don't know if she's undefeated, but I think that's a great fight. And if she can't get that fight, I think Antonina Shevchenko at number 13 seed. That would be a great fight for her. Yeah, it sounds like a good fight too. Let's move on to the uh, another fight that I like. I mean, that not that I like, but that you know, Neil Magny had a very good grappling performance against um, Robbie Lawler. Um, what do you think? Like, in your opinion, like, do you think Robbie Lawler's done? No, he's. He, uh, I don't think he's gonna stop fighting. I think he has that. He's got to have one more win at least, and I think he's gonna keep fighting. I don't think he's done. As far as him making a climb, another trip at the uh, at the belt, another crack, uh, I don't think that'll happen. I think what he's going to take pride in is probably being like the gatekeeper of the division, like taking on all the newcomers and uh, pretty much stopping kids from shining. He's going to be the gatekeeper of the division, I think. What do you feel is next for Magni? Magni needs to fight. I don't know, bro. He should have made he should have made a big call out. That was a big win for him, and he should have called somebody out, bro. He had the highlights on him, um, so I think the UFC is gonna throw him 
basically whoever. So he's and ranked what, what you think so? So the original fight that was supposed to be for yesterday was Geoff Neal. And he's like, I think he's like number 10 or oh, number 11 ranked. So mm-hmm. I feel like Geoff Neal versus No Magni would be a good matchup. And then Magni's like ranked 14 or 13. So that'd be a good match to see next. Yeah. Oh, I would like to see him fight maybe Michael Chiesa too. Michael Chiesa oh, yeah. number eight. That fool's that fool's a that fool's picking Dude. his fights. So that's you know why he's like the best matchup I think right now for Neil Magny would be Wonderboy Thompson, who has Ooh. been on a losing streak also, and is currently sitting at number six seed. That that's a great that's a great fight for Neil Magny to really crack through where he needs to. I believe he's two more wins away from tying GSP for the most welterweight wins of all time. I know, and he hasn't even had a chance at the belt. Which is crazy. Yeah. Because the welterweight division is one of the tougher divisions in the UFC. Yeah, super stacked. I think it's the toughest. It's politics. Uncle Dana's not not hearing him out. (laughs) There's a lot of guys in there, man. That's just deep. They just that weight class goes super deep. Oh yeah. You speak up a bit. No, it's because Magni's not. He's like a grappler. He's not. Like, yeah, exciting, I know. So. That's why I'm saying. You know, yeah. he, needs to, he needs to showboat a little bit. You know, get a little talk a little shit. Talk a little shit. You know, have a little loud mouth like me. He definitely needs to. I mean, because he did not put on an exciting fight. It was a good fight though from a grappler. Not building time. Complete control, but. Yeah, he should have done something a little. He he could have called that at least one name, and he would have set himself up for something better. For someone in the top five, right? Even, I mean, he's not even in the. Yeah, top ten, I would say. Like, I think uh, Michael Chiesa is number seven. Number eight, yeah. Mm-hmm. Demi Maya is number seven. Um. Yeah, man, Chiesa doesn't want to fight nobody. He wants to fight people that are in front of him, and all those fools are booked, I think. That's everybody. Everyone wants to fight like that. Even Vicente Luque will be a good fight for him. Dude, Vicente Luque is like probably like my favorite while we right now. That fool brings it. He's, he's sitting fight. at number 10, so ha- how about no Magni take a crack at the top 10 also? Just like uh, that girl Grasso, and he fights the number 10 seed, Vicente Luque. I'll, dude, I feel Luque will... Fuck up, Magni. Knock him out. I agree, because that wrestling... <laughs> I don't even sleep. That's the matchup right there the UFC has to make, then. I think the Luke has been on the tear, and his only loss was against Wonderboy, and Wonderboy's fucking... He's a crafty, hard... They need to put him against a strikes, strikesman, so he learns to adapt, because, you know, what I saw the other night with Lawler, you know, didn't cut it for me. Lawler just needs to throw those bombs, dude. He's retired. <laughs> I think, well... Ever since Usada came in, fucking Lawler's not been the same. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you can tell me any different. Well, he, he won. He won uh, the UFC 189. Was that the first time he fought for the belt against Robbie Lawler? Or was, no, it was against Johnny Hendricks. Yeah, didn't he lose the first fight to Johnny Hendricks, but then won the second fight? Yeah, I think so. And then they fought yeah, the third time. That was because they vacated. That's when GSP vacated the belt in Hendrix versus Lawler. And then Hendrix won. Dude, and I they... think Johnny Hendrix beat GSP. Yeah, for sure. I thought that too. Dude, that was a crazy fight. That was such a crazy fight. And that was a fucking sauced up fucking Johnny Hendrix. Dude, they need to let everyone sauce up. I don't give a 
fuck, bro? The sport would be so much more exciting. Nah. We'll still have Vitor Balfour in the UFC. Fucking pulls up. Someone will end up dead. Hell no. Black no one ended up dead. And Pride Pride had the best fighters come over to the UFC. Bro. And everyone at Pride was juiced up. Wanderlei Silva, Mirko Coke. Uh, so nowadays, I think someone will die. <laughs> nah, I don't think so. I think they'll be just fine. Fighters will have longer careers too. They'll be able to heal up better. Mm-hmm. That shit makes no sense. Their weight cuts will be easier. <laughs> I just saw I Big know. Country, the the fight like last weekend. That fool fucking sucks. That fool's 44 years old, still doing the damn thing. See, if one, and if a guy like that can take like some testosterone enhancers mm-hmm. with his experience, his knowledge in there, like, and that's his career, you know, like he's got no other career. That's why Bigfoot Silva left the UFC because he has like a genetic disorder where he needs that shit. Yeah. And then, you know what? Also, as, like, a spectators, as fans, like, you get a better product, too, at the end of the day. A way better product. Hell yeah, more exciting fights and Uh, everything. But when it comes down to the betting and everyone's getting pissed off when it comes to the Vegas odds because, oh, he saw stuff, but, oh, he saw stuff, but he's taking more, he's taking this, taking that, you know? That's what's going on. Nah, bro, you got to look at Pride. Pride is, like, the pinnacle of MMA. Yeah, but when you come to the the Vegas betting, Everyone's gonna be all pissed off because they're gonna be losing money because they're gonna be banging on this guy and this other guy's gonna have some other better shit on them, right or wrong. It happens at the end of the day, bro. You got to put in the hard work, and that's what's always gonna count is the hard work. That's if it. That, has that, shit, thoughts, only, that shit ain't gonna you give you knowledge. You need to, you know. yeah, but someone has some better sauce. Think about it. You know, those cycles aren't all the same. No, the UFC not, should but... fucking inject the fighters themselves. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think just maybe like no anabolic. Where is this going? Did <laughs> <laughs> you see Uncle Dana just injecting in the bodies? <laughs> hey, that fool's on the like fifty years old, all yeah, fucking jacked and shit. That fool's well, on testosterone enhancers. You don't have to do nothing though. He's chilling. You got to fight. That fool fucking looks. Hey, he's gonna fight. What's his name? Um, De La Hoya. <laughs> Hey, Dana does that. Dana does that. That will bring you some money right there. Yeah, De La Hoya is a good thing going with Ryan Garcia and that whole promotion. And this was trash. That should be funny. I ain't gonna lie. I'll pay to see that. We talked about it last week, but what did Dana White say? The reason he's coming back? (laughs) uh, Coke is expensive. (laughs) <laughs> no one laughed. It was all crickets in the room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good reaction. Like, Damn. What? Got him with that one. No <laughs> response oh, from De La Hoya. Damn. <laughs> what about let's let's get into the yeah. this upcoming Saturday's main event? Uh, it's a UFC fight night on ESPN Plus. It's Overeem versus Saki Sakai. Do you know who Sakai is? So no, Sakai, he's um. Three and three and zero in his last three fights on the UFC. His last three wins, um, he defeated Arlovski decision. He defeated Tabura first round TKO, and defeated Avano Avanov by decision. So he's three and zero in his last three fights, and he's a plus one sixty two underdog, and he's fighting against Overeem, the negative one hundred and eighty eight favorite. Two and Overeem's two and one in his last three fights. His last uh, win was he had a first round knockout versus Olenek. His 
he had a last minute knockout loss to Rosenstruck, but he would have won a decision if it would have gotten a decision, but he got knocked out. His lip flew off. And then we had a second round. He had a second round KO of Walt Harris. And so who do you like in this fight, Dabla? Um, Sakai's. I like. How do you like him to win? Like, what's the key to victory? It's always going to be utilizing his striking. As he, he's probably the taller fighter in this fight too, right? 80, 80. Yeah, I think he's going to win by knockout in the first this, round. This dude, Saki, Sakai, freaking grabbed the fence last his last fight to prevent a takedown. If he ain't cheating, he ain't trained. Wow, no, that's trash. That's not going to work against Obri. Obri's a man in those ass. Obri's a freaking beast. Yeah. I got over him winning. He's, gonna, he's just... He's more knowledgeable with striking. Those hands are heavy sure. as hell, too. Ever since... Yeah, he has a great Ever clinch. since Overeem got off the juice, he's been much a much more technical fighter, right? On the on the feet. Well, dude, once you cycle, it's always in oh, your genes. Yeah. It forever changes who you are. No, but he was like... Well, he was like a... He was known for striking and shit. He won the K1. But he was like... When he was in... Strike force, he was like mainly like manhandle fools and huh? just straight up smash him like he did against uh Brock Lesnar. But now ever since he got off the juice, um he had to be become more of a technical striker and but I think still, he's I think he has nasty ass cap kicks too. You're, once you're on the juice, it's never the same. You're always gonna be that you know, that alpha that that's just out there like that. Like it changes everything. That fool lost like almost a hundred well, pounds since he's been off that juice. He used to barely make a lot. He used to barely make a. My coach, my coach was on the juice, and he's still monster. My my MMA coach, he was on the juice, and he was a freaking monster. He should have injected you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Look at this. Same height. He's probably still doing Nah, that he's not. Uh, he he keeps it real with me. He's not, but. He's still a monster, dude. Oh, shit. You know what? I didn't write in. And I guess they already did this. They have OSP and Minifield as the co-main event. Is that right or wrong? Yep. I didn't, I didn't even know about that. Remember uh, OSP? Like, they should have a COVID card. Everyone they had a OSP. Um, he tested positive the day of the fight. So... The, the, last weekend, too. Um, oh, that's what keeps Columbus. getting it. Or yesterday yeah, again? You got dude. You need to have a COVID card. Those two guys. Oh, that's what keeps getting it. But the thing, um, so I like over him. He has great takedown defense. Another guy, he has a uh, Sakai has power strikes and he likes to take fools down. He's a Brazilian. He has a brown by brown belt in Brazilian jujitsu. But yeah, I feel like Overeem's fucking too tricky, and I feel like yeah, he, he has too much experience. You can't teach experience. You can't. Yeah, but he has. He has the youth on his side it and power. Oh. And then Overeem's oh, chin is kind of gone. It's not gone, bro. Dude, when he when that lip got busted the last time, you, you tell me who's that against? What's his name? Rosenstruck. Um, Biggie yeah. Boy. Yeah, yeah. Biggie Boy. Rosenstruck. Garzino. My balls are hot. Yep. No, that's Black Beast. That's Black Beast. My balls are hot. That's Derek Lewis. <laughs> fight, uh, Derek, uh, Derek Blades. Blades next in November. Oh, God. Rosenstrike. No, it's Black Blaze versus I got Hey, just a note for the listeners. Um, I watch UFC just 
not, not as much. I'm barely getting into this, you know. So we're gonna. We're, yeah, we, we just, we just like you know, like we're just regular guys checking it out. So take everything you hear from you know me with a grain of salt. <laughs> so yeah, I could. Fuck that. Oh, I, I could comment on what I see, but if I didn't see, it, I ain't gonna, you know, act like I know, you know. So your final answer, Davla, you see Overeem getting the first round knockout? Yeah. If not, if they, if they make it out the first round, which is typical, in a heavyweight fight, it's going to go to decision. And I, Who do you got, I got Overeem in the deep waters. Overeem just, he's going he's gonna to finish him off in the deep waters. I have I have a Overeem winning by decision. You a bitch. I feel like he could win three rounds. You a bitch. Yeah, I think so. so too, pretty easily. Since uh, who do you have for OSP versus no? OSP versus Minifield. OSP gassed out to his last fight, right against Ben Rothwell. That was, but that was more like exhaustion because Ben Rothwell was just hanging on him and hanging on him with that dirty boxing and that fucking clinch that was, working was, the body from the clinch. That was always P's that was that debut at heavyweight, but this fight he dropped back down to lightweight, so maybe he might be in yeah. better Perhaps, perhaps. Um, Menafield is not taller than him, that's for damn sure. Um but- Oh, that's a good fight. It's a good matchup. I could see it. Well, Minfield one really going either way. I can't make well, up Minfield my mind. Does the way have, I did on does have fucking knockout power. I... Yeah, but they both gas. That's so, issue. do you do you have a um? Do you know who's gonna win? Do you have a prediction? I would predict. I, I don't. I don't know. Cause over <laughs> or over, um, OSP is good. <laughs> OSP is good, but I don't know. I feel like he gets knocked out easily. Maybe he's got yeah, he's got knocked out pretty easily. I I'm gonna pick uh, OSP to win by a, like a submission. The Von Fluke get the Von Fluke again. Fuck it. Yeah. I don't like OSP. Yeah, I I'm gonna go with Manifield. Uh, you know, this dude looks like a freaking beast just coming in. Looks like a shark with that fucking mohawk on. Hey, he's going to kill with that freaking little fin. That fool fucking gas. That fool. Ah, you're you're telling me they don't go back to the drawing board and dude, fix he that? Lost, he lost, they have to fix that. He lost to a sloppy-ass guy, huh? Menafield? Yeah, bro. No, if Menafield, if he comes out as big, like yoked out as he was his last fight, that was his first loss. Gonna so Menafield's uh, six foot one. and OSP six three. Damn, that's a great matchup. I think Menafield might win by knockout. So we're not gonna talk about that one. We're gonna talk the next fight. We're gonna well, the next fight we're gonna talk about is. Do you know that fool, uh, Michael? I think his name is Michael Piera. The fool that dances. His last fight, he got bombed on by. Uh, Oh, yeah. Walter, Walter, he got bombed on by, uh, who did he lose to? Diego Sanchez? That... He got bombed... No, uh, who Piera. Did he go? He la... Well, he, he, he lost the fight because he need that full when he was on the ground. So, Piera oh, yeah, is a negative right. 125 favorite. One and two in his last three fights in the octagon. 
His last three fights, first round knockout versus Roberts, lost a decision to Connolly, and lost a decision to Sanchez by disqualification. He's the favorite, and then he's going to fight Zalim Emadev. He's a plus 100 underdog. One and one in his last two fights, lost a decision to Griffin, and defeated Roberts with a second round knockout. Who do you, who do you have winning this fight, Dav? Do you have a prediction? How do you see him guy. winning the fight? He's gonna break that guy's will, like uh, the the guy yeah. his name Mike Mike Pierre. Full gas, full gas is out, huh? Um, he, he, dude, that guy who went up in weight on that UFC card, he just that's that same day he just went up in weight and fought him, and he looked way smaller in the octagon, bro. He broke him. The Canadian guy Connolly, huh? I think. Dude, that was a sick ass fight. I'll never forget that one. And that smaller guy came back to beat him, bro- broke him, broke his will, completely broke that guy down. I see that Russian guy. Winning. That's when that's when Pierre was fucking dancing all over the place, and then when he he was yeah, he was gassed out as soon as he, he walked into the octagon. Driver, who do you have winning yeah. this fight? Any me no, <laughs> I'm going with Pierre because I actually know him. I don't know this Russian dude. I, I never heard of him. Let's let's see what he has. He's eight and two. Me neither. Yeah, you know, I always him. think experience over youth. I'm gonna go with uh, Pierre to win by spinning head kick. Hell yeah! That's interesting. I think this was a stripper. I think this was a stripper, <laughs> and that fool that fool gets down. He has power. And, like he's down at a stripper, probably. Damn! How would you know? I think he. They in the interview. They said he was a stripper or something like that. Interesting. So I think yeah, spinning a spinning heel kick to the dome. That's why I have um, Pierre winning. Yeah, that'd be so. Uh, the I have two more fights I want to talk about. The next fight is Ricky Simone. He oh, it's the last fight I want to talk about. Ricky Simone, he's a negative two twenty favorite. One and one in his last two fights. Lost to front, uh, defeated Borg by decision. Brian Kelleher, a plus one eighty underdog. One and one in his last two fights. Defeated Azur, first round knockout and lost to Stamen. Do you know Brian Kelleher or Ricky Simone? I know Ricky Simone. I got Ricky Simone winning this fight. I think he's a young kid, bro, still learning, and he's gonna make adjustments. And I think he's gonna make the right adjustments this fight and come. Who do you, back how do you have you know? So how do you have him winning the fight? There's, yeah. I see it going decision. Yeah. Just because you have Simone there. too. Yeah, yeah. Decision. I have Brian Kelleher winning by decision. Why? Because he's tough Why? as fuck and he has knockout power, and Ricky Simone's boring as fuck and lost to Uriah Faber. He might be boring, but it's strategy. Ricky strategy. Simone's huh? not boring as fuck. Nah, I don't know. I don't. I don't think he's boring. I think he got he got clipped though for sure. Not your right be- fight, but I think I think he's pretty exciting. He's I believe Brian Keller has enough. Well, he he's had a few knockouts in his career, so I believe he has a knockout power to Rick, knockout Ricky Simone. But Simone is pretty tough, so that's why I have Brian Keller winning by decision. Nah, I got Rick Simone. He puts on exciting fights. He has a great gas tank. I mean, he's always putting, not always putting pressure, but yeah, we have a few exciting fights. I think what's that? The that's the next fight after this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So after the Overing fight, the next card is UFC Fight Night Santos versus Teixeira, September twelfth in the Apex. So that's gonna be a a fucking badass main event. That's the Raiders Stadium on Apex. 
No, the Apex is the UFC, like their training oh. facility, whatever. Yeah, God, damn, man, I don't pay attention for shit. <laughs> but yeah, um, man, that's all I have to talk about in the fights. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about or share before you know we end the podcast? No, nah, that was cool. This was a, a good first little run. Hopefully, we get over yeah, that bug. That was funny as hell. That was good. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Was, I was watching the fight, and um, I wasn't really paying attention to commentary. Like, I, I've seen Smith fight before, but I never heard him call there. Heard them call him Lionheart. He stole that name from fucking Diego Sanchez. Diego Sanchez. Diego Sanchez. Called. He's like the nightmare, the dream, all that fool. That was off the, the dome. Dream, off that the was dome. The yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. God damn. Yeah, this was fun. Um, I, I want to come back and do this, and uh, let, let's get our shit together. It's our first run, you know. So we're just doing it off the top of the dome, um, trying to get together. But you know, let's uh, let's get off running with this one. We're gonna. Hopefully, do this every Sunday night. Be the first, the first MMA podcast to give you content on the fights, because these other fools do their shit on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and we got our shit out Sunday night. Yeah, maybe even Saturday. I ain't gonna lie, we drunk half the time, and you're gonna, you're not gonna get the best content from me. It might be yeah. fun. Let's try it. Now nah, let's try it. Nah, I'll be, I'll probably be <laughs> let's lit try it. right now. Let's do it. I'm down for I'll be a few down for that. But we have to really like all, but that has we'd have to put really a special time aside for that. Sunday's gonna be the best. Yeah, maybe I don't know. All right, then, guys. Well, thank you for listening. This was our first show, uh, D three coming at you live, the MMA show. Tune in next time. Thanks, Todd. Oh yeah, we're out. All right, thank all you. Right. All right, Bye. peace out, guys. <laughs>